0: It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. A Louisiana man rescued a $200,000 lottery
1: ticket from the trash. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. And it's brought to you in part by Canopy Credit Union. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. And Campfire of the Inland Northwest. All right, Kev. It is
0: Friday, it is 8 o'clock, and it's time to take a look at something we do every Friday at 8 o'clock, and that is, have you ever wondered? It's just these sayings in our English language, and then we like to take a look and figure out why in the world do we say these things? And today we get a little bonus edition because, well, you'll figure it out after the first one. You both will be like, well, geez, Kev. And it is, That's All She Wrote. Maybe you've said that recently as something in your life, like, uh, I don't know, sporting. I, I feel like it's sports that happens. I think maybe I said it, unfortunately, during the Gonzaga game, where, like, something happened and I just go, well, that's all she wrote. It's over.
1: I don't think I've used that. I I mean, obviously very familiar with it. I'm sure I've used it at some point in my life, but just I don't remember, you know, any time recently.
0: Is that a popular one in the Widmer household, Slim?
1: Uh, it's it's used it's okay. used
2: frequently enough
0: well that's all she wrote sadly has a heartbreaking story during the second world war it was uncommon for overseas servicemen to receive a brief cutting letter from a girlfriend telling them that their romance was over oh, the and old that dear she found somebody else in his absence and when questioned by his buddies that he was with the soldier would simply have the response of, that's all she wrote.
1: Oh, that's that makes perfect sense. And
0: it became so common, it entered our language as a meaning of, it's over. And that is kind of depressing on a Saturday. I mean, it was a Sunday that's moving. Good God, what, what is day the day is of it? the
1: week? I think it's, hold on, let me see. I, it's my Friday, guys. That
0: is a little too depressing on a Friday Moving into a beautiful Saturday and Sunday. That's what I was uh, trying that's what to you say. I mean, yeah. Very I don't wanna...
2: anti-Rebecca Black of you. <laughs> right. It's,
0: it's time to get down on Friday, guys. Not that garbage, we can't have that be the thing. So I thought, you know what? I got to do you a favor. Even though that one I find interesting and it's a good tidbit to have, I don't think it's the one I want to take with me on the weekend. So I thought, you know what? Let's look up another one. How about Cat's Got Your Tongue? Why in the world do we say a cat's got your tongue? Any amazing guesses from your minds of why in the world we say cat's got your tongue when someone won't talk?
1: That's weird because the that's all she wrote is pretty literal. You know, it's like very, you know, it's like, oh, that's what What else did she say? Nothing. That's all she wrote. OK, that's very literal. The cat got your tongue when I hope is not literal.
2: Yeah, I can't actually think of where that would even stem from.
0: Well, and the first thing I thought of was the old cat of nine nine tails because that one is the other one about the cats out of the bag, where they would get the cat of nine tails, the whip basically, and they would get it out and they would whip the soldiers or the sailors, I guess it was not soldiers, but they you know and they'd use the cat of nine tails. Right. And there are some rumors that that's where it comes from that it's like the cat of nine tails after the English Navy would use it to whip someone. The pain was so severe that it caused the victim to stay quiet for a while. And so that's there's some people say that that's where it comes from. But the more believed source of cat's got your tongue is from ancient Egypt where liars and blasphemers Whoa. Their tongues were cut out
1: and fed cats. Oh my to cats. gosh, what are you doing? Now, you happy the, weekend. You thought the other one was rough. Happy weekend, everybody. Oh, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> well, it's a lesson. Don't lie and don't be blas- blasphemous. Is that how you say it? Don't do it. They cut their tongues out and fed them to cats cat's got your tongue what is wrong with you nothing i'm spreading important messages to people do you think that what's going to make i think
2: i've never ever ever asked the question have i ever wondered this is why you don't wonder like this is the kind of reasons why you just have to accept phrases for what they are Yeah, because most of them are terrible we learned today like Today is the day we learned. Don't ask about why we say things we say. Just say them. And and don't look too far into them, or now you're never going to say things again. Eventually, we won't say anything. Everything's going to get canceled. Every phrase is going to get canceled. We're just going to walk around like zombies, and it's going to be miserable. Don't ask questions, man. Although I think this one
0: probably won't get canceled because it has a good intent, which is it, don't lie and be uh, a bad person. Cats.
2: It sounds unhealthy to cats
0: to be honest and that's oh I didn't can't be unhealthy that. to cats canceled yeah you're right about that Some i did not canceled, think about the cat's canceled. feelings yep. i was only canceled. thinking about the morals of it
2: and uh, truly i think we've learned this animal feelings more important than human feelings that is
0: 2021 uh do you here's a quick question would you rather eat a tongue or cat food. You've smelled cat food, right? The wet cat
1: food? Cat
2: food. every All day, every day. Cat food, cat the food. Wet cat food. cat food. Yep. I'm going cat food you mean over other tongue. Other than a
1: person's tongue. I'm not
2: eating any human body parts. <laughs> That's is, just how it you, is.
1: What are you even asking? I don't
2: even understand that. I've never wondered that either. I don't ask the question.
1: I mean, ca- yes, wet, wet cat food would be terrible, smelly, horrible, probably make you want to puke. Listen, you, I have
0: a tongue. It's in my mouth. It's not that bad. I've had another tongue in my mouth. Not that bad. It quick.
1: Hip, 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 Did you ask you that question smelled. just so you could say that you had another tongue in your mouth?
0: No, you've smelled cat food, right? I'm just thinking about it makes me queasy. Well, yeah, I, one, I get it. That is terrible. one smell I cannot do.
2: I, I don't know what well, it is. I wasn't They're saying just, that, boy, I could oh. really go, boy, I could really go <laughs> for some cat food right, right. now. That's not <clears> at <throat> all what I was saying. We're in a fear factor situation right now. That's what you put us in. Not a, hey, one is fear factor and the other is clinker daggers. It's (laughs) it's it's fear factor. So in fear factor settings, you take smell, you take everything out of it because that's going to be bad no matter
1: what. I mean, yeah, it's not like, hey, man, you want to eat wet cat food or cotton candy. Well, I mean.
0: Yeah. And I guess my theory of having your own tongue in your mouth
2: doesn't really help, does it? About eating your own tongue, you would never be able to talk again. You know what? Mm. You might actually consider this. <laughs> I, I, think about a, it, I hope you choose tongue. In bud. a perfect world, you know what?
0: If I was a cat, you you couldn't treat me like this. Instead, I'm just a human, so I have I to. I really it. wish
2: you would have said, "In a perfect world, <laughs> if oh, I was a dang cat, it. you had it treated me like this." I wish this. it would have been. Funny. I wish you would. I was gosh dang it, because now, now you've got me thinking. Like, what if, if you were a cat? By the way, I, we asked a question on on Twitter, and Kevin, I'd like to know from you because I feel like you've had both of these. We were discussing wigs earlier and and yeah. dressing up, and you know. There could be a chance that at some point, you dressed up like a wolf one time, the big bad wolf, so maybe have. you have dressed up like a cat. Is it better to have a great collection of wigs, or is it better to have a good, a good collection of dress-up clothes? Hmm.
0: Oh, you mean like dress-up clothes that can be used for weird costumes? Or? Totally, and I'm also yeah, thinking yeah.
2: for like your grandkids, your kids. <sighs> you know, I, I my, my grandpa and grandma had downstairs in their basement a box of dress-up clothes, a box of wigs. And we'd go down there as grandkids. And, it it, I mean, shoot, my parents had to think this is the best thing in the world. Because we were entertained for hours and hours. It is. Oh, let's dress up like an old person. Oh, let's dress up like a baseball player. Oh, let's dress up like a doctor, right? Like you just dress up and and whatever it may be.
0: So true. So we had them in our basement, too. And, like, all the kids, when they would come there, they would go do that. And they loved it. And I will tell you that got the most. Here's what I'll say. Some kids wouldn't put the clothes on. But they always put the wigs on. Yes! Yeah. Always put the wigs on. So I think because of the ease of the wigs, I got to say a wig.
1: I'm going to go wigs too for the exact same reason. It's super easy, real quick. And, you know, you can do it like, you know, while driving, you just like pull through a drive through with a fun mullet on. Not necessarily the clothes won't necessarily matter. Uh, I just wig all the way. Gosh, but, they are itchy though. Well, and hot and, of lice and all those things disgusting and, and by the way
0: i'm not a cat and i'm ready to proceed
1: the jay and kevin show jay daniels why does snoop dog carry
2: an umbrella kevin james i don't know Bruce. why Paul the jay and kevin show on the big 99.9 9 coyote, coyote country. country beat the show it's time to beat the show Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Hey, beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show.
1: Step right up, it's time to beat the show. i trying to qualify somebody right now for a two-night stay at the Coeur Resort. All you have to do is beat Slim in a contest we like to call Beat the Show. On Fridays, it's Beat the Man. Kevin, how do you feel about your questions?
0: I feel pretty good about my questions. I don't know how Slim's going to feel about them, because I will tell you, we're celebrating the anniversary of the Mustang. So mm. overall, it is car trivia.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> All right, well, that doesn't bode well for me today. Might be good news for you, Lynn. Are you pretty good with cars? Usually. Okay. Usually. All
0: right, well, oh, really? Okay. Okay.
1: I say there's no way to find out, than by finding out. Let's, uh, so let me. I will have you step away for, yeah, I don't know, give me 80, 90 seconds, whatever you, you want.
2: It. You got it. Okay. Uh, good luck, Lynn. Thank All you. Right.
1: All right, Lynn, you know the story. Pass if you get stuck. <laughs> I yeah. didn't mean it, he said. All <laughs> right,
0: well, let's go ahead and see how we do on our car trivia today. Let's start with this. In what decade was a radio first put in a car? <laughs> 40s. What make of car was the General Lee? Plymouth? Dodge? Dodge. Dodge. Name a movie with a Mustang in it.
1: Bandit? Uh, No, Getaway.
0: Back to the Future made the DeLorean famous. What material is the DeLorean's body made from? Stainless steel. Is that an answer? That Stand you with right? Yeah. Stainless steel. Stainless steel. Okay. True or false? The Flintstones car didn't have a steering wheel.
2: False.
0: What kind of snake is the namesake of Dodge's two-door V10 coupe? Viper. Okay, we out of time. There you go, One of them, but that's
1: okay. All right, Lynn. We'll see how you did. Got you got to six out of seven. We'll see uh, how Slim does. I, I think, I don't know. I feel like he'll do okay, Kevin. I Lynn, think he's gonna do all right.
0: Is that your husband in the background? Yeah, it is. Hello I there. never. I didn't even know Hello that there. man <laughs> spoke. That, that's awesome. I,
1: <laughs> this is great. That's uh, hilarious, Kevin. <laughs> He chimed in
0: on beat the show with cars. That was good. He was a good helper today. That was a good call.
1: Uh, All right, Slimmy, let's see how you do here. 60 seconds. You know the rules. Pass if you get stuck, man.
0: All right, Slim, here we go. In what decade was a radio first put in a car? 40s. What make of car was the General Lee? Four Wheel. I'm not supposed to laugh. I will give you extra time. Name a movie with a Mustang in it.
2: Gone in 60 seconds.
0: Back to the Future made DeLoreans famous. What material is the body of a DeLorean made from?
2: Uh, I'm going to go silver. True or false, the... (laughs) The Flintstones
0: car didn't have a steering wheel. It,
2: it did have a steering wheel, so that is false. What kind of snake
0: is the namesake of Dodge's two-door V10 coupe? Cobra. Okay.
2: I'm going to pass I would give.
0: I'm going to give you the last question because I've laughed at you too much, and I apologize. Yeah. I was very $500, in
2: giving the clues, yeah. by the way.
0: Yes, I, appo- yeah. I apologize. I learned yeah. it from yeah, the best. Learned it from thank the man. Within 500 <laughs> within five hundred, how much did a new Mustang sell for in 1964?
2: Okay, I'm, uh, let me go quick on it. $5,600. Oh, okay. Boy.
0: Let's go through the questions and see how we did. In what decade was a radio first put in a car? You both said the 40s. I would have been right there with you. Somehow, 1928, first time oh, they put a radio really? in a car. Wow! Yeah,
2: really. God bless them. <laughs> that's it,
1: that's impressive. It is, yeah.
2: That had to be the coolest uh, thing in the world. Absolutely. I mean, you're see, coming I, off the Great Depression, not a lot of cool happening, and then all of a sudden, boom! Radio in the car. Yes, please. What was the make of the car? What, what
0: make of car was the General Lee? I could guess for eternity and four wheel. Yeah, or will I mean, was technically car. right. Do you know what the make of a car is, Slim?
2: Okay, so I had my Jeep Wrangler. Yeah, is Wrangler the make or is Jeep the make?
0: Jeep is the make, make and model. So it'd be the make so is Jeep, Jeep, model Wrangler.
2: Okay, so that that now gives me a little bit of insight. I, I would go with a Chevrolet.
0: Dang it! Well, Lynn was able to sniff this one out. And settled. she almost said Plymouth, which wouldn't have worked, and then they came around to Dodge. Dodge is right. It's a Dodge wow. Charger. Dang it. Name a movie with a Mustang in it. There's a lot to choose from. You both got one. Very good job, Slim. I was worried you weren't going to get that one, but you did. That was great. Uh, Lynn is now ahead two to one. Back to the Future made the DeLorean famous. <sighs> what oh, material is the DeLorean's body made from?
2: Or I would. I don't even know. what uh, Aluminum?
0: What's your fridge made of? Do you know? Steel. What kind? Is it stainless?
2: Stainless steel, baby.
0: That is why the DeLorean looks so weird, and Lynn and her husband were able to get that one as well. They now lead three oh. to one.
2: No way. It was stainless steel is what it, what it was made of? Yeah. yeah. That's kind of
0: cool. That's why they look so cool. Like in okay. Back to the Future, it looks like your fridge, right?
2: Yeah, that's really cool.
0: Now, imagine it being made of silver. How expensive that would be.
2: Yeah, I... I kind of thought maybe that was what really set it off when it would get struck by lightning, <laughs> that that was kind of the thing. Because it was silver. That makes sense. Yeah. such yeah. a, co- like, just big conduit for that electrical surge.
0: Uh, I tried to see if we'd get confused on this one. True or false, the Flintstones car didn't have a steering wheel. You both got through this one. It's false. It did have a little steering wheel, a little tiny one. Uh,
1: I don't think the car turned, though. Now, that was the part that was funny because it was just like a rolling pin front tire. Yes. I don't know how you would turn that, but they still had a steering wheel.
0: Uh, four to two is our score. What kind of snake is the namesake of Dodge's two-door V10 coupe? That is not a Cobra. Cobra Gosh, is a Mustang, dang. Slim. Dang it. It is a Viper. Ah, oh, got it. Lynn knew that one. She leads five to two. So, what is your father-in-law have
2: oh man he okay oh he, I he know used what it to have it I, I forget what it was he got rid of it to make room in the garage for some other toys that's kind of how the rule is in the house it's, wow you better have if you want your toys it's got to fit <laughs> in the garage so he got rid of it for some other stuff but kev i do not remember what the one he had that i sat in and thought this is it i i need <laughs> to text loved ones real quick and say this has been fun
0: because <laughs> he is now going to kill me on that this was unreal.
2: Drive. Fastest car I've ever been in in my life. It, One of the most fun car rides I've ever had ever with my father in law. But I, I do not remember you, what the car was.
0: Okay, I thought when you first met him, he had a Viper, and then he got the Dodge Hellcat.
2: Hellcat. Uh, yes, thank you to my buddy John. John, thank you. He knew he's a better son in law than I am. It is a hell. It was a Hellcat. It was yeah. awesome. And
0: for some reason, I thought uh, Big J had a Viper before the Hellcat.
2: A Challenger. But, uh,
0: dodge challenger hellcat yeah it's
2: okay i'm telling you right now my buddy john is truly he was in lexington for my wedding and apparently learned everything that you're supposed to know and be able to talk to your father-in-law cool. about i've been to lexington plenty of times to that house plenty of times and i don't know any of them
0: and then uh, lynn had five she didn't need to get to the last question she thought through them and she has five to two slim within five hundred dollars oh. how much did a new mustang sell for in 1965 I didn't listen to your answer
2: after you started with five thousand. Okay, I, again, this is going to be a tough one for me. It could be a thousand dollars, right? But I, I, I always thought I've always think Mustang are upper end cars in terms of pricing. Obviously, not in that luxury car area, but yeah. upper end. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I think they are fairly expensive now. But they are back in the day when they first sold them, um, two thousand three hundred sixty-eight dollars.
2: I wasn't off by, like, billions. No, just 3000 Like, think about if you're off, $3,000 in the car world doesn't is not a lot. Right. Not now, no, no but you no. could have bought
1: two Mustangs for what you that's said. That's true. That is true. It was double the price. It's just the 60s pricing thing is what got slim. It's that's just, all. It's he just it's so deal. out of his realm that, you know.
0: It's ridiculous to think of a new car being $2,300, exactly. $2, yeah, where exactly. now you oh. can look at I just, the other day, was looking at something, and I was like, oh, that's a beautiful, it was like a new Denali or something. Just loaded with everything, and I looked at it.
1: I believe it was $80,000, $85,000. What? Crazy. Or, like we used to say, 40 Mustangs. All right, Lynn, we've got you qualified. Well We're going to qualify Lynn. you for the uh, two-night stay at the Cordillera Resort. All right, well done, Lynn. Yay! All right, thank Lynn, you. congratulations. Thank you, and well done for both you and your husband, by the way. Right, thank you, Slim. You had she she had a little help. He was really good, good. with the help. I love
2: that. Yeah. I mean, hey, here's the deal. I, that's that's a nice thing to have, right? Oh, I wish my buddy says. John had helped me answer the questions <laughs> as opposed to sit here and tell me all the things I should know about my father-in-law, which was awesome. <laughs> The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I met the President of the United States. Kevin James. Went built build a storage shed from lumber I
0: took off of my property. Had had trees that took off my property and had cut into wood.
2: Lumber. Easier done than said. The Jay and Kevin Show on the
1: big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's the
2: Jay and Kevin Show stat of the day.
1: All right, stand of the day
2: time. We had a little sandwich conversation earlier in the week, and I found it interesting today that a statistic came out about a sandwich that America apparently is turning on and does not like to eat. Uh-oh. Where does the show stand when it comes to eating egg salad sandwiches? Because this year, 60% of Americans are saying they do not enjoy egg Egg salad sandwiches. It's it only below 50% of Americans enjoy an egg salad sandwich. Jay and Kevin, are you egg salad sandwich fans? I never have them, ever. That's
0: not my America. I mean, I, I can't. Here's the deal. I don't eat them very often either, Jay. But to say I don't like them, that's not an America I want to live in.
1: I agree. <laughs> I, I literally don't remember the last time I even had one. I think I enjoyed it when I did have it. Yeah. Though.
0: I mean, it's been years since I've had one, but there is no doubt they are delicious.
2: My mother, sweet mama, Les, used to make egg salad sandwiches. That was a big staple at the Widmer House. And I remember just adoring them. White bread, a thick, thick layer of egg salad. And mm. I just thought, this is the best. This, mm-hmm. This life is a great life. I don't need anything else. They were, for a long time, my absolute favorite sandwich. And the only reason they've fallen off of my favorite sandwich
1: list is because I haven't had one in forever. And why is that just because you' you know you're not living with your mom anymore or you just are they hard to make because you have to have the hard-boiled eggs or So I don't think I've ever learned how to make
2: one. and I, I'm sure this came up because of the fact the masters golf tournament was last weekend. and apparently one of the big things at the masters is egg salad sandwiches. huh. So I think that's where the stat came from. Really? It's funny because last week I saw a bunch of my buddies posting their pictures on Instagram stories. Hey, Masters Day. Because I've got friends who really love getting into the golf events. And they posted, multiple people posted their egg salad sandwiches they were having wow. for the Masters. And I thought, I have not seen an egg salad sandwich in forever. They looked so, so good. I, I think I've always just assumed they were hard to make when I was a kid. But looking back on it,
1: It can't be super difficult. I mean, hard-boiled egg, that's pretty much it, right? Just After that, that's all the work that's done. Then you're just combining the other stuff. Like, if I was to
2: guess, and this is me trying to be Top Chef, where Top Chef, they open a refrigerator and suddenly know how to make every single thing just by looking at ingredients. I would assume it is hard-boiled egg, chopped up, put some mayonnaise in there, and that's and mix it together in a bowl and that is your egg salad. And then a little
0: mustard, right?
2: Okay, a little mustard sounds great. I, isn't
1: it I, just I a deviled so.
0: egg uh, blend, I mean, chopped up, uh, mixed up and put it in
1: bread? I feel like that's it, yeah. M- mustard, mayo, egg, chop it. If you want to throw extra stuff in there, fine. Otherwise, that's the basis. Thank the Lord for
2: our good friend Warren Strong. Uh, excuse me. Thank the Lord for our good friend, Frank Varner's number one fan, Warren Strong. He is an egg salad sandwich guy as well. And I do feel like if Warren likes an item, a food item, that it is just universally good. Yep, I agree with he's that. he's pretty basic with the things he likes. So if Warren likes it, I feel like it just puts it on a level of this is a basic thing that everyone should like. And, and you go from there into the the parts where, okay, well, a couple people like this. Some people like this. Warren's just right down the middle. He doesn't like stuff too spicy. Nope.
1: You know, it's just a pretty basic sandwich stuff.
2: If Warren likes it, everyone likes it.
1: Yeah, he's low-maintenance that way. Are we too lazy to make egg salad? Come on, America. We're better than that.